with Matt and Casper. Welcome back to Find Your Carrots. I'm Casper. And I'm Matt. Hello. Hello. We have our special guest today. It's a magician. We do. We have a special guest. Shall we just get him straight on? Yeah. So we want to say a huge hello and welcome to Find Your Carrots to Chris Cox. Hello. 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 It's lovely to have you with us. Yeah. It, I'd like to say the same, but it's terrible. No, I'm joking. It's <laughs> lovely to be here. Um, now, most people who will see you know that your trademark look is your glasses, but you're not wearing them today. I am not wearing my glasses today. I um, Here's the ridiculous reason why. So when I'm at home, I try not to wear my glasses for two reasons. Number one, my um, kids are young and like to bash them off my face. Good reason. Uh, and number two, I like to think that I will train my eyes to get better if I don't wear them all the time, <laughs> which is totally wrong and a stupid thing to do. That's a bit like when I when I get sick in any way, like if I have a cold or a flu or anything, I absolutely tell myself that every time I go for a wee, I am weeing the sickness out of my body. <laughs> <laughs> Just look at it go. Yeah, a stream of going. illness is leaving me. Chris, thank you so much for being on the podcast. We've been uh, bigging you up this week. Casper has been telling everyone how much we loved coming to see your show in London last year. Oh, I loved seeing you at my show. I remember looking out and seeing you in the audience and I was expecting that you'd be asleep, but you weren't. You were loving it. Loved it. I liked it when he pulled out the tiger costume. Oh, he loved the tiger <laughs> costume. It was a brilliant show. And you then went on at Christmas. You did that show. Well, you did a similar show with The Illusionist on Broadway, didn't you, for Christmas? Yes, it was a very similar show, but with more jingly bells over it. And did you perform on Christmas Day? We performed on Christmas Day in uh, New York over when you do shows on Broadway, you have Christmas Eve off and then you do a show on Christmas Day evening, uh, which actually was so much fun because everyone was just full of festive cheer and it's great to be able to come on stage and go, happy Christmas, everyone. Yeah, because like, I guess in this country, it's like we wouldn't normally think about going to the theatre on Christmas Day. No, we would go on Boxing Day, yeah, maybe. Yeah, so that must be really interesting. So we have had some questions sent to us, and also Casper has some of his own questions as well. So Chris, can we ask you some questions? I would love to be asked questions. I'm not going to guarantee that I'll answer them, but I'll definitely listen to the questions. Well, you're our third special guest. We had a zookeeper. First, I loved it. Yeah, that was amazing. We had a zookeeper from Chester Zoo. Then last week, we had the government's children's minister. Actual MP. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Literally just been appointed the Minister for Children came on our podcast. So you are our third special guest here on Find Your Carrots. I'm happy to be in such illustrious company. It really is. It really is. Right, Casper, what's your first question? What's your favourite trick? Uh, now, Casper, you actually have said what my favourite trick is. It's, uh, And I'm glad it was your favourite bit as well. It's a trick I do where the whole way through it, um, there is going to be a big reveal of me wearing a costume uh, where I'm dressed like a tiger. and Just uh, a tiger? Reason, just a tiger. And uh, I, my job during that trick is to make someone in the audience say that they want to see me dressed like a tiger. And the funnest thing about that trick is, Casper, sometimes it doesn't work. And I'm dressed like a tiger <laughs> for the whole show and no one ever gets to know it. And I'm just hot and sweaty and uncomfortable. <laughs> we, had a, we had a question in, um, from Holly, who's a friend of ours, and she sent us this question asking you, what's your least favourite trick? Now, I guess that could either be I, that I you've done. Yeah, it. well, you may have done, yeah. But <laughs> what about in terms of like other, because obviously what you do is mind reading. That's the bit of magic you really specialise in. I didn't really like the sand one. Oh, yeah. So there was oh, an, yeah. um, an escapologist. Yes, Jonathan Goodwin did a Buried Alive. That's it. Like, those things scare me. So do you find um, those edgy, even though, like, when you're watching them? Yeah. 
I find them incredibly stressful. And Jonathan, who is the daredevil in the show, is a very good friend of mine. And I don't want to see him hurt himself. Well, no. maybe a little bit because it would be funny. But also, <laughs> yeah. um, not so much. Like, But every day he takes these huge, stupid risks. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, and it's always scary to watch. And it's, uh, Does he hurt himself? He does. He's hurt himself many times. Like he's once he does a bit where he has a scorpion in his mouth. Don't try that at home. Oh yeah, he did that. We saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. That one. Yeah, when it bit him, it really hurt him. Um, he had the bit of his tongue fell out, which no one wants to have happen. Oh, that's so gross. But it grew back. The tongue's amazing. It grows back real quick. Really? Yeah. Who did that? Casper, what's your next question? Uh, what's the first trick you ever did? So that is a great question, Casper. How old are you now? Six. So I think I was about your age um, and I got a, a magic kit for Christmas and uh, in it there is a there's a trick there's a couple of tricks in there that I think I probably played around with but the trick I really remember um, learning and doing a lot was a thing where you had three coins and you put them in a little container and you had three pencils and some paper and you put the paper over the coins and and then you put pencils through the paper and through the coins. And then you pulled them out the other side and there were holes in the coins. And then you made the coins back to normal. Mm. I have a, a kit. I once got like a box with a, that penny in it. Yeah, a magic box. He has a magic box that someone bought him recently. And the secret of magic is practice. You just have to keep practicing. Because that was one of my questions. Because obviously, so you start that at six. Um, and then, again, Holly sent in this question asking, did you always want to be a magician? Was that kind of when you realized at the age of six or was it something that happened the better you got at it? You know what? I always wanted to be a, uh, I suppose looking at it now, I wanted to be an entertainer. I wanted mm. to be a performer. Like when I was your age, Casper, I was going to like drama classes and being on stage and doing things like that. And I remember I used to walk to the sweet shop near my house when I was a little bit older and I'd pretend to be doing, pretend to be doing my own TV show, like talking to the camera going, hi, mm. hey, I'm Chris Cox and I'm going to the sweet shop today. I've got 16p to spend. What am I going to buy? That's right. Yeah. A Freddo. Um, things like that. Um, and then, uh, I realized, so I thought, I, I think I wanted to be an actor. And then I realized I'm not very good at acting. And then I loved the musicals and thought, oh, maybe I want to be in a musical. And then realized I couldn't sing or dance. And then thought, oh, maybe I'll be a comedian. And then realized I wasn't that funny. And then went, ah, I love magic. What if I just do that instead? Um, so I did. Where's the best place you've ever performed? Ooh, I have been very lucky to perform at some amazing places. Um, so I love getting to perform in the West End. I've been lucky enough to do it three times. And it's because I've performed in theatres that I've sat at and seen shows at. Mm. And I love that. And performing on Broadway was a dream come true because I never thought as a kid I'd get to perform on Broadway. And the coolest mm. thing there, Casper, is when I was 21, I went with my mum to Broadway. And the first show I saw on Broadway was a show called Hairspray at the Neil Simon Theatre. Mm. And then the first time I performed on Broadway. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so I saw the show Hairspray, and the theatre I saw it at is the exact same theatre I played at. Oh wow! When I did my first show on Broadway, so I, I went and found I saw I found a like memory box, and I had the stub for the, the tickets, and went and sat in the same seats that I sat. That's in. amazing. Because um, I, I so that was awesome. Because we came to see you in the West End, but I also we went out for lunch one day um, after you'd performed, and I came to the stage door, and you came out, and there was just so many people wanting to talk to you, and I think the thing I came away and thinking about it afterwards was. You strike me as someone who's really grateful to get the thing you do. You don't take it for granted, do you? Yeah, I feel incredibly lucky that I get to do as a job a thing I love more mm. than anything. And like the hardest thing about not working at the minute because of all of this nonsense mm. is I just really miss entertaining people yeah. and performing. And I am someone who 
I find it weird that anyone wants to chat to me and see me at stage door yeah. because I just do what I do because I love it. And I feel very lucky that they do. And anything that comes with that is a bonus. But I am genuinely at my happiness, happiest when yeah. I'm on stage performing. When we came to see you and um, as we stood, because you said you were going to come out and meet us afterwards. So we're standing there and we're sort of waiting for you to come out. And lots of the other illusionists had come out first. And of course, they see a very small boy who's clearly Ooh. been to the show. And one by one, they would come over and go, hi, would you like to have your picture taken? And literally, he just kept going... No, I'm waiting for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so all these other Very performers who were so graciously and generously coming over to offer him a photo. And he's just going, no. so, to the point where I'm yeah. sort of offering to have my photo taken. Okay, I'll have my photo taken <laughs> with you. It. It's so good to be here. Um, so we, um, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. I'm going to ask this question from Holly. And you've talked about it a bit, but I want to know if there's any others. Have any of your tricks ever gone spectacularly wrong? Uh, yes. And one of the things I have to do as a consummate performer is know that people are paying a lot of money to come and see me so they can't go wrong. So yeah. I have lots of tricks where you won't know that it's gone wrong. I have various versions I do, like uh... the tiger thing. If someone doesn't say tiger, I do something different. You don't. Yeah. You just don't know that I'm wearing that thing. Um, uh, the worst time, however, was uh, a thing went wrong where um, what went wrong was that the person on stage, it was on a cruise ship. And it had been a bit of a choppy day. And I had an audience member on stage with me. Uh, and I was doing a trick with them. And they were like, they're acting, they're acting a little bit weird. I wonder what's, why are they acting so weird? And then they were seasick all over the stage. Why There's no way out of that because you should have seen that coming. I should have seen that coming. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, because you mm. performed on a bunch of cruises, haven't you? You've done quite a few big ones. Um, yeah, I've done, um, you know... Yeah, on a real cruise ship, on a Disney cruise ship I've been on. Yeah. And this one wasn't on a Disney cruise ship um, because they uh, sail in much calmer waters. Yeah, yes. No one gets sick at Disney. No one gets sick at Disney. So, okay, so let's do the trick. And then we've got one last question. So, uh, you've got a deck of cards, right? I have a deck of cards, freshly shuffled. Great. So, uh, here's what's going to happen is... Um, you are going to just put some cards down on the table like a little pile, deal some cards down, and then whenever you want, you stop. So I'll just stop anytime. Okay, yeah. I've stopped. And the important thing is, uh, obviously, I can't see anything that yes. you're doing here. Um, so you stop. So have a look at the card that you stopped on. So pick it up, have a look at it, remember it, and then put it back down on the pile. And I'm going to close my eyes. Okay, so we've got it. Yeah, and you now remember that card, right? We remember the card. Um, yeah, and it's back down on the pile on the table, yes? So it's back on top of the pile, yeah. Great. So now to help you really sink it into your mind, I'm going to get you to do one thing okay. is you are not just yet, but in a second, you are going to deal on top of that card, the number of cards its value is. Okay. So if it's a six, you would deal six cards. Yeah. 10 is obviously 10. Ace okay. is one. Jack's 11. Yeah. Tw queen is 12 and King's 13. Um, you can do that now, but I'm also going to keep talking as you do that in case people think that I'm listening to however many you're dealing down or I can hear or something like that. Okay. The microphones are not that good. And this is a great opportunity <laughs> for you me to tell you about my brand new pyramid scheme which i think is really excellent <laughs> <laughs> so we've done it so pick all those cards up in the pile and put them back on top of the deck so on you now top got of one deck. deck of cards yep. again yeah okay okay so here's what's going to happen you were going to turn those cards over one by one from the top of the deck okay and you were going to tell me what the card is and at some point you are going to say your card okay the important thing is that you do not sound guilty when you say that your card or give it away or make me know that that's your card okay but i'm going to be listening out for how you say these things and try and work some stuff out about you Five of diamonds. Okay. Ace of diamonds. Mm-hmm. Queen of clubs. Okay. Three of clubs. King of spades. Four of hearts. Queen of diamonds. Four of clubs. Four of diamonds. Eight of diamonds. Okay, I'm going to stop you there. Um, have you noticed that you started to speed up? Yes. 
And that, to me, shows that you're uh, no longer feeling guilty. So I think you've probably said your card already. I have. Good. Okay. Um, now, uh, the next interesting thing. Yeah. You think, okay, it's, uh, sometimes this bit is, is well, actually this bit is the hardest bit. Okay. It's trying to work out um, something about it. Now, I think that your card is a lower card. It is. Good. And then, uh, I mean, well, it's obviously between ace and nine, so I know it's below nine, but I think it's at the lower end of that. Um, yeah. And it's not a black card, is it? No. No, it's a red card, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, there we go. However did I know? If it's not black, it's definitely red. <laughs> Um, so Kay, all I want you to do is not say it aloud, but just think about your card in your head. Just think about it. And oh, you're not thinking of a number. You're thinking of a letter. You're thinking of an A. I think yours is the Ace of Diamonds. Yes! Yes! <laughs> so good! Do you know what the thing is, Chris? So we, we've spent a bit of time together. I, I always love hanging out with you. And I always say this to people that I am always blown away by this when you do the trick. I love that. I absolutely love that. Casper, you had one final question, didn't you? How did you become a magic? Oh, well, Casper, uh, I can tell you, actually. I remember it very well. I was 11 years old and I was at home and I got a letter that was delivered by an owl. And then uh, Hogwarts, seven years, Hufflepuff and Proud. And now I'm a mind reader. That is not true. That is not true. You'll believe the magic trick, but he won't believe true. that. No. I was, it was that time where I got, where I was like your age, I was six, and I got a magic kit, and I just kept doing magic okay. ever since then. And all those things I said about, oh, I thought I could do this, I thought I could do that, um, and eventually ended up doing magic. Of course, that's what I should have done all along, because mm. I knew from a young age that that's what I loved doing. And I really like entertaining people, and I find magic tricks are a fantastic way to entertain people. And also, they're really fun to learn, because it makes mm. you think critically, it makes you uh, analyze how people react to things, it makes you good at lying mm. uh, and it gives you a really good skill so if ever you get a magic trick have fun practice it try and amaze some people and watch them go what chris we want to say a huge thank you thanks so much for giving up your time um i know oh, it's a pleasure i know i know right now it's all very odd but people will be able to come and see you again but they can also find you on twitter and instagram and, and we sent people to mind-boggling magic yesterday on iplayer oh, yeah. which is a great show and um yeah we just we we love what you do and we can't wait to come and see you again perform it's going to be very oh. exciting Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. And thank you for your brilliant questions, Kay. I would say that if I was lying, I would have said that they were awful, but they're not. They're really great. I would be telling the truth. <laughs> thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Thanks. See you later. Bye, Kay. Bye. 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 Well, that was nice, wasn't it? <laughs> it really was. It was really lovely. I can't believe you got the card right. I know. I know. I, honestly, every time I'm just like blown away. It's absolutely brilliant. And thank you so much to Holly for sending in your questions as well. Okay, great questions again. Yeah. Really good job from you. That was that was brilliant. You're getting so good at asking these questions. I know. So yeah, a huge thanks to Chris Cox. Do go check him out online because he is absolutely brilliant. And and like you said, right now, no one's getting to perform. No one's putting on shows. No theatres are going. So when all of this is kind of in the next stage, when we can go to those things, really encourage you to find out where Chris is going to be performing and go and see him. That's all we've got time for today. Yeah. We will, of course, be back tomorrow with another Find Your Carrots. You can email us. Findyourcarrots at gmail.com. Of course you can. And be in touch with us. Gmail. We love to hear from you. But wherever you are, in your house, whoever you're with, take a moment to find your carrots. See you tomorrow. I can't believe he got our card. Mm -hmm.